We love our pets, but when the floor is covered in fur, that's harder to love. Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has powerful 8,000 PA suction to make hair vanish from floors in just one pass. Plus, the roller brush has automatic detangling for easy hands-free maintenance. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. If I got to start again, let's say six years ago, age 17, but coupled with this knowledge, what would I do differently? I'm going to explain everything that I would do differently in a way that would also give you value with some learning lessons, but also, you know, explains my story. And quick little disclaimer, this is kind of a tricky question because obviously, even with all of the mistakes I did and everything I did suboptimally, I reached the point where I'm eternally happy and grateful for. But let's imagine that the things that I do change could only make life even better. The number one thing, the most important thing that I would do differently as soon as I'd go back to age 17 is invest in mental health. I would take a burning desire to learn about it because I had anxiety back then and I didn't even know that anxiety was a thing like mental health it was just six years ago but it wasn't it was still quite taboo it was like every now and then kind of insensitive but every now and then I'd see like an Instagram post of someone who killed themselves and it was just something so crazy to to see that you didn't actually know or at least I didn't know at the time that many many people have at least mild depression mild anxiety and my anxiety was actually pretty pretty severe if I could go back to that point of being in college being 17 to 18 years old I wish I could tell that younger version of myself Mental health is like, it's like a thing of self-improvement. It's a whole pillar of self-improvement you can spend an hour on every day. And it's so interesting as well. It's literally like, you'll you'll enjoy it. Younger Hamza, you dumbass younger Hamza. You'll, you'll literally enjoy it when you learn about it. If you started it at that age, you would have a couple more years of progress. So here is a learning lesson for the viewer, not for younger Hamza, but for the viewer. You've already you know, heard of mental health a little bit and maybe you're invested into it a little bit. Take the test regularly. I'll have it linked in the description. It's not even my test. It's literally just the NHS, the UK's National Health Service. Their test is completely free. It literally takes two minutes. Take that test every month or so. It asks you how many of the mental health symptoms you've experienced over the last two weeks. So I take it literally every single month to see where I'm at because it's just nice to see where like you've increased, where you've went down and you know, okay, oh, like my depression scores at like three this time. So I should really make sure that I'm focusing on this. Take it regularly. You'll see where to progress. You'll know where to like aim your efforts to improve. And in terms of mental health, do the practices. Too often, I'll be speaking to guys who know about the importance of mental health. They even say, oh yes, I know Hamza, you say it all the time, but it's just not really feeling good for me. My mental health's not improving. And it's like, they have like this little dumbass cheek to them when I ask them, okay, how consistent is your meditation, journaling and exercise? Because just 20 seconds ago, they were saying, oh, but it's not really working, the advice. And I asked them that, and then they go like, um, I, I meditated, but uh, yeah. Uh, oh, journal, I've never journaled. Yeah, like, exercise is okay. Like, I went, like, 
um, I worked out like two weeks ago. That is why I want you to has like a quick mindset for you and a, a mindset for younger Hamza. What your mind feels is determined by the actions that you do. And if you can bring your actions closer to our ancestors, the cavemen of the natural humans, your mental health will improve because we are still those natural ancestor humans. We're still those animals. Animals don't fucking stare at the screen all day. We don't just, you know, we don't go on social media and see these comparisons and see people who are more attractive and having more fun than you all day, every day. Animals stay in the sunlight. They get so much exercise every single day. There isn't a rest day for animals. Just because you're into weightlifting and the, the big weightlifters say, oh yeah, I, I work out five times a week. You should take two days rest. No, no, no. That's two days rest from lifting weights. But you shouldn't have any rest days from exercise. A, a rest day from exercise is a day of failure. It's just a rest day from weightlifting is good because you need, your muscles need to recover. But why are you just lifting weights five times a week? We are human beings. This is to younger Hamza who lifted weights, but he didn't do any cardio. Your mental health would improve if you did cardio, specifically cardio. Lifting weights is fantastic. We're going to talk about that next. Cardio is what makes humans feel like humans. These are the habits that you should be doing consistently. Now, the second thing that I change if I went back and I spoke to the age 17 version of me, this one I know that you're gonna like as well, like the viewer who's watching this, is the advice to lift and to stay lean. Now, when I was 17, I started lifting and I took on the routine that my brother gave me. It was kind of a trash routine. It was standard bro split, starting with like chest flies and then bench press after that. In the in leg day, it was starting with the leg extension as the first exercise <laughs> instead of like a, a smaller isometric. But you know what I mean? We, we were young dumbasses. We were just learning how to start lifting. So starting lifting at that age, absolutely fantastic. But the diets, the diet's tricky. And this is why this part was actually straight after what we just discussed about mental health, because I wish I could go to youngest 17 year old Hamza and the viewer watching this would benefit from this. Your diet is trash because of your mental health. I wish I could drill this into anyone watching this and younger Hamza, your diet is trash, you binge eat, you eat bad foods because of your mental health. You think that the, this is the problem. You've been searching up online how to eat cleaner. You've been searching up online how to stop cravings, how to stop binge eating. No, 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 no. This is just a symptom of the real problem. The real problem is your mental health that we just discussed. Your mental health determines what you eat like. And people with bad mental health, people with anxiety, binge eat. You, younger Hamza, you binge eat because you've got anxiety, because it gives you a feeling of control and comfort and satiation. And so you don't just eat until you're full. You eat till you eat past that point. You eat till you feel sickly full because somewhat that makes you feel protected and safe. If you could start with improving your mental health, especially the anxiety, and then focus now on staying lean eating much higher protein and at this point not listening to your brother not listening to your family they were very scared of protein oh protein dam no it doesn't it doesn't damage your kidneys shut up doesn't do anything if there's one macronutrient that you eat a surplus of make it protein because protein has like we'll get too into detail but just know that macros are not the same. Calories are not the same. If there is one macro that you get obsessed with, be like those old school bodybuilders and make it protein. Just eat more protein. Not because of the muscle mass. Not because, you know, eating protein would increase how much muscle you make. But eating protein would decrease how much fat you put on because protein's so filling. Literally, imagine like a chicken breast. Just the chicken breast by itself is pretty filling and that's like 200 calories. 
imagine instead of at this point i was aiming for like 140 150 grams of protein should have been going for 200 literally about 200 which would be about 1.3 grams of protein per pound of body weight which a lot of the you the viewer now is thinking wait hang on there was that there was that study hamza which said that um you only need 0.8 grams no no that's about maximizing muscle mass but this is to stay lean because the more protein you eat the lower your fat because if you're not eating higher protein that means you're eating fat or carbs now fat is way higher in calories so that in itself is going to make more fat now, fat's got some fantastic benefits, but carbs are like the devil. And I know there's going to be some fucking Redditor. Carbs have got their uh, benefits too, Hamza. Carbs, shut up, bro. Carbs release glycogen for you. Yeah, no shit, bro. But fat comes from carbs. Like fat, body fat on your, on your body will come from the effect that carbs have on your hormones, your insulin. Now, younger Hamza, you're watching this and you're like, wait, but, 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 but older Hamza, didn't you know that calories in? Shut up, bro calories in calories out damas i guess for this section another part then is to research and learn more about diets not just from the youtubers who say oh calories in calories out and you'll be able to lose weight but recognize that losing weight is not the goal what the is weight are you a competitor in in some sports do you need to know your weight scale no you don't weight is just what we use to track and hopefully determine our body fat percentage and your body fat percentage will change differently depending on what macros you eat isn't it common sense when you put it like this when you're eating sugar and you're eating junk food but you're eating the right calories you're going to be at a higher body fat percentage than if you ate the same amount of calories but with more protein but with more vegetables but with more good good fats of the unsaturated fats even if we ate the same calories you're going to gain more fat if you eat like this and that would actually mean that you're going to make less muscle because when you make more fat you're going to have to go on cuts and you when you're on a cut you're not you know maximizing muscle growth so eating shit is literally lowering your muscle in the long run and it's kind of ruining your physique come on you you like that look younger hamza you like that look of having the abs and you know a bit of the shreds when you're just eating like shit just think that the effect that you were starting to get from the girls in college the effect that you actually started feeling confident of yourself because you now had a body that you started getting proud of that goes away when you eat like shit. and that was like the best part of life at this point was like these random girls just complimenting you on instagram and shit. that was like the best part of life i know yeah it's it's social validation but it was fucking sick and you're, you eventually you lose that because you just keep eating like shit because you're addicted to sugar do not trust the fitness youtubers even if younger Hamza, you're watching this video, scroll down and look, there's gonna be a retard in the comments who's like, oh, shut up, bro. Uh, calories in, calories out is the only thing. Shut up. Ca all calories are not the same. It, it should, that should be common sense. You've gotta be an imbecile to think that calories from ice cream is the same as calories from protein of chicken breast of, of whey. And it has different effects on your body. Of course it does. And so acting like, oh, but if you're eating the right calories, you're gonna be, everything's going to be the same. No, it's not because what are you eating? And so at this point, honestly, it took me a few years to get to this point, but you can start to devalue how important calories and even somewhat, not macros, but like you can start to devalue how important calories are and to literally just start looking at what's on your plate. Start reducing the snacks because at this point, you're not even snacking. You're, you're literally having the meal of the junk food. So to younger 17-year-old Hamza and to the viewer who's watching this right now, two videos i will have them linked below two videos that changed it for me one is called fat chance 
and the other one is called Carb Loaded. This one's really nice. If you're not going to watch, Fat Chance is kind of boring, I won't lie. And you've got to be really, really interested in this topic to, to want to learn from it. But there's a documentary, which is kind of fun to watch, named Carb Loaded. I really, it's, it's, you'll, when you click on it, you'll understand, like, it's actually, like, pretty entertaining. I highly suggest you watch that one, because that will sum up everything you need to know about the effect of carbs and sugar. And no fitness YouTuber has ever told this to you before because they've all, they're all gonna get diabetes soon. Let's move on. So you're about 17 to 18 years old, Hamza. If I went back to that time, what would I do differently? I would dive deeper into the red pill. I think I just about knew it. I just about found it, but my, my perception of it was the absolute base level of, oh, here's a bunch of guys who just tell me what to say to girls to get laid, to attract girls. I thought it was literally just that basic level of, of what to do. And so I only, I only looked for the posts that, you know, spelled it out so easily of what to do. Obviously, when you've been onto Red Pill a little longer and you're smarter than me, you realize the best part of Red Pill is not the what, not the how, but the why why it works. I should have taken an interest in this part of why this stuff works because that's how it gets naturalized. That's how it goes from, you know, faking it till you make it till, till you actually get the real identity of that masculine, of the masculine version of yourself in the frame. But you start to think, yeah, the why is because this is the natural order of things. Of Like it's common sense, isn't it? Of women are attracted to masculine guys. Now, of course, the modern world has, has lied to you and, and said that this isn't true, but you've known deep down, every single guy watching this video, every single guy in the world knows deep down that masculinity is a good trait. It's just that the, the social influence of like the society and the media and the, the blue haired people on Twitter has like corrupted that vision of us and said, no, masculinity is bad. Listen to them if you want to stay a little virgin. But younger Hamza, I know for a fact what your biggest goal is right now. You are horny as fuck. And eventually you will get some success with girls in two years time. It will happen to you instead of two years in a couple of months if you dive deeper into the red pill. The reason why it takes two years is because you only stayed on that surface level of what? Of how? When you fully dive into the why, take a big, big interest into the red pill, even the posts that seem kind of hard. Give them your full attention, fully read them, take notes, really try to grasp them, ask questions, comments. It will all feel so much more normal. And that understanding will then seep into your actions and your habits. And that's what's going to increase your value. Just, you're already focusing on increasing your sexual market value. You already know about lifting to make muscle. You're doing fantastic. But it takes you a while to realize that lifting to make muscle is actually overrated. Like it's fantastic. It's a life-changing pursuit. And all the guys watching this, you know, right now, my, my boys watching this right now, they're like, wait, wait, but, but Hamza, your, your, your body, the, the, the pursuit of the dream physique is really important to get girls. The thing is, it is. But there are so many guys who are muscular who are trash with girls. And you all are on that pathway. Because the majority of guys have this idea of like, oh, uh, but, but, but I'm a little bitch, so I'm not going to get good with girls. I'm not going to approach. What I'm going to do, I'm going to go and lift for five years. I'm going to go make the body. And then all the girls will really, really like me because there was that Connor Murphy video where he went on a meagle and the girl went like this. And I'm sure that if the girl would go to me, that I would get all the girls so easily. Shut up, bro. Yeah, lifting, 
building the aesthetic body makes it easier and, and better to get girls, but you still have to know how to speak to them. You still have to know why to speak to them, why to act like this. You still have to understand why red pill works. Because at this point for younger Hamza, you didn't really understand what the fuck red pill was. You literally just thought it was just like a place where like the guys just talk about getting girls. And so you kind of tried it and you kind of didn't and it didn't work for a long time. Save that time. To the viewer watching this, you're probably on the same path as younger Hamza. Because you know about the red pill because of me or maybe you've come directly from there. But you've probably stayed on that surface level of understanding. Dive deeper. The, the posts that numb your brain, the posts that seem like they're too hard to understand, those are the ones that will change your life. The only way you'll understand them, here's a practical advice, the only way you'll understand the, the good posts, the quality posts, is when you give them your full and utter focus. The good posts, the quality posts on the red pill cannot be multitasks. You cannot get fantastic value from the red pill if you're doing something else whilst reading. You can't read it on your phone whilst cooking. You can't read it whilst multitasking, whilst on the commute and getting distracted. It's literally gotta be like you sat in the dark room watch reading it on your PC, like fully, fully, like keeping your eyes on the screen, your phone's away, there's no notifications, you're fully reading it, you, you don't understand it, so you go back and read the paragraph again and then you don't understand it, then you scroll to the comments, you're like, oh wait, this comment explains that paragraph I didn't understand. That's how you'll understand it. And it is a beautiful thing when you get to this level of understanding, you, you move past the red pill anger, rage, depression, and the somewhat misogynistic stage very quickly. Because at this stage, you kind of despise women when you kind of realize, okay, everyone's been fucking lying to me. The advice that everyone's gave me is, is literally the opposite of what truly works. And so you start to despise women. You start to think that they are the problem. The height, the, the golden part of the red pill that I want to get you to as quick as possible for Hamza and for anyone watching this is it took me a couple of years, but hopefully it could be quicker for you. Is the point when you realize, okay, wait, this is literally just how things are. And you can't blame someone for being just how they are. And you're like, oh, okay. So society and the modern, you know, the modern day bullshit, they've been saying this is what men are like. This is what women are like. But what they've said is actually just a feel good lie. And the issue with this feel good lie is that now the modern day boys actually think that this is what girls are like, but girls aren't acting like that. And so the modern day boys are hating the girls who aren't acting like they've been told they would act. Why? Because the girls are going to be acting exactly how they should, the natural order of things. And girls, again, girls especially are suffering from this with this whole social media dating app. Most girls aren't in like happy dating lives because they they know the problems they're experiencing of like getting fucked over by a bunch of assholes. Girls have been sold the same type of Prince Charming lie about the guy who's really, really confident, who fights off the bad people, and then he's he chooses her and only her. We've been sold a lie by this this society who who have told us that we are somewhat of the opposite of what we truly are. That's so powerful. I don't know if I've conveyed how powerful this mindset shift is. And so the easy way to explain this, to induce this into the viewer, into younger hamsters, is to just say, act how they would have hundreds of years ago without the abuse, without like the, the like the, you know, the, the weird angry control, because obviously hundreds of years ago, domestic abuse would have been like, it wasn't even a word. It was literally just how you treat your woman now that's not that's not good we don't punish i say this in so many of my videos if you punish someone ever they will resent you for life we do not punish when someone just acts how you don't want them to act you just withdraw your attention because it clearly shows that they don't really value you that much 
But think about how things were hundreds of years ago where the man was the leader, the man was masculine, he was strong. That was his woman, he looked after her, but he didn't simp over her. Imagine like, you know, like, think of like the, the full on mustache type of guy, the the older, like, you know, great, great, great grandfather who fought in the civil war or some shit. Why the fuck would he simp over like some woman? Why why would he be messaging, DMing girls? Because younger Hamza, you do this a lot, man. I still suffer from this, but just mass messaging bitches on Instagram just doing the cringy shit of like, that's not how you attract girls. That's not how you, you interact with girls. You have to do it in the old way, the natural order of things. That's, that's how those relationships of those cute couples who are 80 years old and they're holding hands, that's how they are because that man is the leader and like back in his day, it was completely normal for him to be the masculine leader and his woman to be more submissive. And that seems like that's such an insult and that's so bad to say in this modern time. And that's why younger Hamza, it took you so long to understand that this is what women truly want. This might even get me fucking canceled on YouTube saying it now like we're getting deep now like this is the modern day world now where this is what people in dating life wants the man wants and needs to be the dominant person and the woman wants and needs to be the submissive person who has the dominant man and the man needs the, the submissive woman this is how we connect like yin and yang the modern times have, have stole this away from us and they've actually told women no that's bad if you do that that's bad they told men no if you're if you're dominant if you're masculine that's bad this is why relationships are failing. This is why literally like there's no point being in a modern day relationship because when the guy doesn't have the masculine frame and the woman doesn't have the feminine frame, the feminine identity, the masculine identity, there is no real relationship. They're just together for this Instagram pictures for a little bit and then they're gonna go to the whole, uh, all guys are the same and all. It's actually shocking that this is like not allowed to be talked about these days. That what I've just said was completely controversial to the point that honestly, I, I'm gonna have to consider getting my editor to cut that bit out. You'll know, if you're hearing these words, you'll know that I had the, the balls enough to keep it in, but that I'm also risking a bit of the, the YouTube in case it's one of the fucking Twitter people find the video and they're like, they start reporting it for misogynistic and stuff. Like that's misogynist these days. Misogynist, being a misogynist is thinking that you want how relationships should be. The man, the person with more testosterone is more dominant and the person with more estrogen with less testosterone is less dominance. That's bad. And younger Hamza, the, the younger guys who are just about getting into the red pill, this is the reason why we learn it. Because it should be common sense to us. We are one of the first generations where this is not common sense and the red pill will give you this common sense. Because you've got to be asking and you've got to be researching for the question why. Not what, not how, why does it work? And the red pill stuff works because this is what women crave and this is what men crave. This is why we join together. So one more for younger Hamza who's 17 years old. Start reading immediately and get into it. Reading books is so, so cool. It's so fun. Learning is absolutely sick. The reason younger Hamza and the younger guys who are currently in university who think that learning is not cool is because the education system's trash. It's because what you learn in there is pointless. Now, yeah, someone's gonna say, oh, but yeah, but, but it's not pointless. It, shut up, bro. It's not pointless if, you're, if you've got a very nice, straightforward path to a STEM career. Fantastic. But Hamza, you're not smart. You're not school smart enough for that. So you don't have that path. So learning for you is literally just getting the 
the homework assignments that you don't give a fuck about and you do, you're doing them just because you've been set them, not because you want to do them, not because you want to learn that work, but learning when you do it yourself because you've got so many random interests that you're not pursuing, you're not learning about simply because you've got this idea that learning is like unfun, learning's for school. And so you have this idea that you're not gonna read any books because, uh, you know, if you're gonna read, you may as well read for uni, uh, you may as well read for college. So you've got this book in front of you that seemed interesting, but then you've also got the booklet from college, from, you know, your schoolwork. And you're like, oh, I won't read the book because I do have schoolwork, so I'll just read, you know, I'll, I'll read this first, then maybe in the summer I'll read this book that I was interested in. Then you've got this booklet and you don't read it because you don't want to read it. So the mindset you've got to have if you're somewhat of a young person and you're in the education system and you've got some kind of reading assignments and that's putting you off reading the interesting books that I've been recommending that you've been hearing about. You've got to be reading those books even if you've got assignments, even if you're behind in schoolwork, you should be reading those books. Otherwise, you'll never do them. Otherwise, you'll literally wait up until you leave the education system in a couple of years and then you'll start reading and you'll be missing out. Because younger Hamza, 17 years old, Imagine if you read the four hour work week. Imagine if you read deep work. Imagine if you read unscripted by MJ DeMarco at this point. Honestly, if you read unscripted, you wouldn't go to university. And again, from what I said at the beginning of this video, you know, I went to university, it all worked out, I'm happy where I am. But let's just imagine that, you know, changing things would equal better lives. If I didn't go to university and I instead got my education from books, I would have started the business four to five years earlier. This links to the next thing that I would change that I would, you know, tell my younger self, which is the business slash YouTube versus university debates. If I read those books and I had this knowledge and I was pursuing learning, I wouldn't have went to university. University overall, it was good because of, you know, the person it made me and I was able to experience the rampant sex life that now has made my life like feel like it's nonchalant about the dating life where a lot of guys have insecurities about it. I did enough that I, I honestly feel like I'm somewhat fulfilled for a lifetime. And so that was good about it. But that's not why you should be going to university. Everything worked out, yes, but let's say if I could just, you know, go back and improve it. If I read those books, I could have started the business at that point when I was 17, 18 years old. Imagine if I had consistent videos from 17, from five to six years ago. Imagine the growth, like I, not only would I be full-time, like I would, I mean, whatever the, you know, your wishy-washy wish for the goals and stuff, but I would be very, very, very more advanced in this business. And to some young guy watching this, that also means you wouldn't never go to uni. The, the big issue that I've had with university is that it's marketed for 18-year-olds. Younger Hamza, you are a damas. Now, you've got a bit of an ego and you think, oh, no, but I lift weights, I'm not a dumbass. But you are, let's be honest, you're, you're a bit of a dumbass. You're not ready. Like, there's almost no one who's ready to, to make this investment because that's what, that's what university is. Even though it's so normal, even though it's brainwashed into you, it's literally brainwashed into you that it's something you should do. And it's entirely by social influence why you went, by the teachers, by your family, by your parents being socially influenced by the world around them. It's entirely by social influence. It's not by your own sense of direction. It's by social influence that you're going. Why is it marketed to you as an 18 year old? Ask yourself this question. Can you or would you go later? Yeah, of course you would. Imagine if I didn't go when I was 18. Imagine if I did the, the business work and the YouTube work years earlier. And now I went. Imagine the difference in my study, my difference in being a student now when I actually love learning. I wouldn't go right now for the degree. 
I would go for the knowledge. I would be craving the knowledge. That's how different it is. When you're 18, what the f*** is knowledge? What the f*** is learning? You're going there because, oh, you know, your parents say so and because you want to get the one sentence so you can get the job. I don't care about the one sentence for the job anymore because I've, I've reached this level of maturity. If I go and I study something like mental health counseling, for example, I would love to learn it. That's the difference when you go a little bit later. Now, again, you know, everything's worked out, so I'm not like complaining about my younger self going, but this probably would have been like the better way to go about it. Let's fast forward about two years now to the most interesting section in relationships. If I could go back till I was about 19 years old, what would I have changed? 19 years old, I got with my first somewhat serious girlfriend, even though we were only together for a couple of months, it was, it was a very, very devoted, like intense relationship and it ended not because of incompatibility it ended because she was far away from home she had some pretty serious health problems and eventually she just couldn't handle the stress from university so she, she literally dropped out of university moved back home and so that's why it ended both of us are crying our eyes out i felt like i had depressive symptoms for like an entire month i didn't even leave my room i was playing runescape for literally so so long like i'd wake up and play runescape and then go to sleep like I would, I would wake up, play RuneScape in the time that my UK friends were playing RuneScape and eventually they'd all log out because it was nighttime. It'd be like fucking 2 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m. Eventually all the Australians would wake up and I'd play with them and eventually they would be going to sleep. And I remember one time they literally had like somewhat of a little intervention in this RuneScape clan saying like, that's not healthy, bro. Like you've been online the entire day just playing and like because they knew roughly what was going on the question now i wanted to ask myself is if i went back right now would i still get into that relationship with this first girl and she was a quality girl nothing against her but no i am 100 sure that it wasn't a good idea simply because that was the time to be single to be single and fucking, like i'll just be i won't sugarcoat it that was the time to be hooking up because I was the type of guy who couldn't be convinced that I would have enjoyed that much more. It, it fits more with the, the red pill lifestyle I was going to because I did it anyway straight after her. And so the issue that when I look back in terms of relationships at my time, because I've literally only had relationships in university. Before that, I didn't really, like I had a girlfriend, but it wasn't like, we were 17, so it doesn't really count. And then after that, not so much. So... In university, that was the time to be staying single and hooking up and to be focused on university, focused on like some kind of purpose. I I spent more than half of my time at university dating a girl, like a different girls. So there was like this first girl, serious relationship for about three-ish months. And we like spoke for months earlier than that. Then there was another girl I was dating for like two-ish months. That was kind of shit. Then there was like the main girl that I was dating who eventually, even after university, I stayed with for like another year or so. And so in university, it was fucking sick with her. She was a she was a very, very nice like identity and frame boost because she was she started off as like the standard plate, the friends with benefits. And that was like the way that she would talk about me, the way that she would treat me like I was the big motherfucker, do you know what I mean? So that was like nice to have. And then finally, there was another girl who's like who was stunning as well. And I dated her for like two ish months, but that was kind of because she had a better frame than I did. She had way stronger frame than I did. So I dated quite a few girls during this time and I have somewhat of a regret with all of them, not because of them, not because I'm not grateful for the learning lesson, but because it would have been better if I was completely single and just staying on that, that plate level 
during the entirety of my university experience because why would I be dating girls when I didn't want to get in a relationship? Apart from that first girl, I didn't actually get into a relationship with any of these girls. I didn't make them my girlfriend because I didn't even want a girlfriend. It was just that I was kind of like settling. I was acting out of scarcity. And so here I was with like different girls through the years where they're not really my girlfriend, but like we're just kind of dating each other. And it was a suboptimal experience compared to what I truly wanted, which was at that time truly unfiltered. I wanted to just be a player. I wanted to be a fuckboy. I loved being a fuckboy. Now, yeah, it was out of ego. It was out of like the social validation. It was out of wanting to increase the body count because I thought that was my sense of value came from the higher number that I had. I thought that if you know my boys saw me talking up with girls, they'd be respecting me. And the thing is, they, they kind of did. But it's like only somewhat like somewhat low value people respect that even though that's somewhat of an in insult and not you know I've, I've got nothing against those guys they're, they're nice guys but only really low value men think that it's so amazing that some guys just hooked up with a girl and that oh he, he slept with two three girls this week oh my god everyone's hyping me up and it felt really good but now it's like that was my main focus and I look back and it's like who actually values that because I don't they're all just fleeting memories and like a lot of them like at least you can't even remember anymore and so yes i've got i've got like a big body count i've got a high body count and all the low value guys are, are really respecting me when i said that but all the guys who've actually valued themselves who who didn't get abused by their parents quite frankly didn't get abused by their parents who have had good upbringings they've got moderate to low body counts they're actually viewing it a little bit bad like like why are you saying that hamza like no one cares like what keep that private all of the guys, just like younger Hamza, you're like you watching this right now. You probably think that I'm I'm fucking champion because I can say that. Oh, I've, I've slept with lots of girls. That will take years of your life with this type of mindset. That's not an accomplishment. It's not something that's actually like good. If it was out of insecurity and ego, which it most likely is for most people, I'd say now I'm at the point where it's not. Now I'm at the point where if my in my number count, my body count increases, it's out of the point of sexual desire and that's what it should be. But you're gonna think, oh yeah, me too, me too. No, but no, it's not. It's truly, truly not. I've, I've personally not, never really met many guys who are hooking up out of sexual desire. Mo the overwhelming majority of guys, especially the guys who come to me and ask me for advice, are doing it out of insecurity. They're doing it out of this sense of like, they want to just know that they can do it because they want this sense of worth. They, they want this validation to think, oh, like I'm not actually a piece of shit because my daddy treat me you know my mother and my my father they treated me like a little bit of a piece of shit and the kids bullied me and so i just want to get inside of a girl so i know that i'm not so much of a piece of shit that's why most guys are doing it that's why i was doing it that's not the right way but obviously you know it led to this moment so if i could go back i would not get in those relationships i would have gotten through this phase a bit faster i would have ended with like even a higher number count and younger hamza would have had the big dick kind of energy for a bit longer I guess so what's my advice to you the viewer who craves this now you've probably been a little bit offended and probably the guys who would benefit the most from what I'm about to say have just clicked off because I just insulted you know fueling your hookup phase through ego I actually suggest you to go through the hookup phase because I think that with all being said I have had the best day in life possible where I went through it so rampantly, like it was my full-time job, like literally, it was literally the one of the only things I was thinking about for a couple of years. And now I am sure that I won't need much of that type of desire for the rest of my life.
obviously things could change as the years go on but it's like i have a feeling of nonchalance about me now where i, I it's like i have an, an eternal abundance because i had so many experiences i now don't really care and that actually makes me better with women and so my advice to you is go through the hookup stage get good at it but just know that it is fueled through ego. At least just have the humility to admit it. Have the humility to say, you know what? I'm doing this because of the, the sense of worth. I'm doing this because I want that validation. I'm doing this because I want my male friends to see me with these girls and they're gonna like pat me on the back. Just know and admit it. Most guys won't admit it. Most guys will say, no, no, no. Oh, me, horny, me, me, lots of testosterone. Shut up, bro. No, you don't, little bitch. Your semen count's like reduced. It's not because of, you're, you're so horny. That's why you're, you're swiping on Tinder and it's because of what it means in your identity and so as soon as you can acknowledge this and you can have the humility to break the ego slightly you can then start to think that okay you know what i'm gonna have the hookup phase i'm gonna enjoy it but um, it's obviously not gonna be like my main goal it's not gonna be my purpose then fantastic that's how i would go back and restructure it i would go back i'd have the hookup phase i'd enjoy it i'd do it out of sexual desire but i wouldn't make it my full-time job i wouldn't make it my main goal my purpose i would have then when you reduce the power of the ego and you you know you create humility and you say no this is because of ego you still have the desire but it's like you start thinking okay you know the there's not a great reason why I'm doing this and so I should have a good reason for why I'm doing something else and that's how you'll find your purpose and so at, at this point if you're young and you know you're really really into the red pill then your purpose really should be to maximize your SMV your sexual your sexual market value that's a great purpose to have because when you maximize your SMV you get more women you get higher higher quality women and every part of your life gets better increasing your SMV is very very similar to just doing self-improvements. And another thing with the relationships is that after university, I certainly wouldn't have moved in with my girl at the time. It was like a quick honeymoon period where I moved in, I moved all my stuff there. We were spending almost every day together anyway and it moved in, it was really cute, we were really, really close together. And after that, I'm literally living with someone who's very different to me. And I didn't have the frame, I didn't have the control not to sort of merge our personalities and our interests. So I became a consumer. I became someone who I started binge eating every day because she liked to eat snacks. And so I'd eat snacks and would kind of, I'd like pretty much because of me, I'd encourage her to like binge eat because I'd be eating. So we'd be smoking weed all day and just watching shit all day, playing games all day. Now I look back with some very fond memories for that time. So again, I've got this nice like gratitude mindset when I look back, but it wasn't ideal. If I could view my life's like success and happiness on a graph, like when I was in my second year of university, I was in boxing, I was getting with loads of girls, I was feeling confident, I was like being social. It was like almost the height of my life. Right now is the height, but it was the height at the time. And then after that, it went down and down and down and down and down and down. My self-improvement went to living with someone who isn't on self-improvements. So it went all the way down. The reason why I stayed in the situation, which is related to, which is relationships, is because of family. I had a huge fight with my family and so I moved out from my home here and I lived and acted like I didn't have family. I blocked them all. I literally like fully had the, the mind that I just didn't have this family anymore. And having lived life without family, I can tell you how important quality relationships are. That's why a few of my videos I've said that relationships are the most important parts of life. Because when you're living life without family, when you're living life without your mother's influence, you do some stupid shit and i've mentioned this a few times where i'd be literally just taking drugs and i just would look around me with all these 
and crackheads around me and I'd just be thinking like not a single person has a good relationship with their family here like a good relationship with their family with their mum here not a single one because you don't do that stuff when you've got a good relationship with family you don't do that stuff when you've got good quality mother and father and so again I'm grateful for having experienced that side of life and, and that plummeting me down into the depths of depression and you know living with this girl because that was my home now I'm grateful for that experience but if I could go back absolutely not if I could go back I would have prioritized my family and made things work and this is what I've mentioned before if you're watching this right now and your relationship with your family isn't ideal which it's probably not you can fix it yourself through gratitude. Distance will not fix it. I like this is what the advice that most people will say online is, oh, if you're if you're not having good family, then move out. It's not gonna fix it. It literally will not fix it. Whatever problems you left, you come back and the problem will still be there because the problem isn't that you live here. It's the problem is of the people you are. And they have done some up to you. Your family, you know, they've hurt you. They're, they've annoyed you. But gratitude is what's going to solve that. You take the time to fully, fully for hours write out everything you're grateful for and you're going to write so much more than you originally thought. And I mentioned in my long video of when I mentioned my mistakes, which is similar to this, I mentioned my mistakes and I said that a big mistake was moving to the city and staying there because things weren't great with family and I see this with so many young guys right now who, who are doing the exact same thing living somewhere expensive when you could be living at home it's just that home isn't ideal because your family life isn't great how much are you going to let that awkward conversation cost you because the awkward conversation is literally about one to two hours and when you get into that conversation of you know and you just tell your parents that you're grateful for them. You tell them that some things they did hurt you, but you're so grateful for them and you hug them. You tell them you love them. You've instantly created an environment for yourself, which is the most ideal self-improvement environment you could ever have for your life where you're an adult and you're still living at home with your family. And so you've got very minimal expenses. Like I am, I am so, so privileged and lucky to be living here right now because I can do all of this stuff full time. I would, like I tried to do YouTube whilst living in the city, whilst having to work and I didn't do it. I, I uploaded like four or five videos over six months. And so I, I speak to guys who are living by themselves who are paying quite a lot of money just so they can move away from family and they can have a place to f girls from Tinder. But you are literally setting your entire life's progress aside just for this, this freedom. Fix things with your family of the relationship section of this video, that is literally the most important thing that I wish I could go back and do earlier. And it comes from gratitude. I'll make this one quick. The last and final thing that I, if I could go back, I would change is productivity. I was never productive. I was a dumbass little kid. I, I thought that productivity and working was literally just schoolwork and stuff. So obviously I just didn't really like school. I didn't care to do it. I now realize what I would tell younger Hamza, what I would tell the young guys in this is that productivity is a pillar of self-improvement. As you search up how to make muscle, you search up how to meditate, you can literally do the exact same thing with productivity. Literally just YouTube productivity guide. Go on Google productivity course. I won't link, I probably will link it, but there's the YouTuber I always recommend, very famous YouTuber named Ali Abdul, and he's got a productivity course on Skillshare that you can literally just watch for free. I highly, highly suggest you watch that one because if there's anything about productivity, he's just included it in this like two hour video. Just watch that and straight away your productivity goes up. And finally, I would suggest in terms of productivity to read the book Deep Work by Cal Newport. Younger Hamza, 17-year-old Hamza or 20-year-old Hamza, you are pretty trash at productivity. You, productivity doesn't exist in your life. You literally just keep leaving the work 
up until the absolute deadline. And what will happen when you research productivity is you will understand why that's actually happening because that is happening because of Parkinson's law. And once you understand this law of Parkin this Parkinson's law, you can create your own deadline two weeks earlier. And that means that you will do all the work two weeks earlier and that work will be quality and then you'll have two weeks to review it. Your whole life somewhat relies on your productivity, your ability to get shit done. This is a very, very worthwhile skill to increase. If I could go back in time and start my self-improvement again, those are all of those are all of the things that I would change. And again, I have bucket loads of gratitude for everything that's happened. If you wanna see more videos from an unconventional small YouTuber, I suggest you scroll down right now and click on the subscribe and post notification button, and then you'll get like a little message for my next videos and they're all just uploaded for free on this channel if you benefited from this one. Now, this was a long video, you watched it all and I'm grateful for that, but if you watch another video after this, I believe you're failing. This video on this channel is about self-improvement, it's about taking action. You've just watched enough YouTube for now. Now, I want you to think that if you click on another video, that random YouTuber named Hamza that you just watched thinks that you're failing. Success would come from you closing YouTube right now, even though it would be better for me to, for you to click on another one of my videos. But success for you would be to click off YouTube right now, click off the, the mobile app that you're on, and literally just go and do like two minutes of work. Just start the work. Do the hard work especially when you don't feel like it.